Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Secret of Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. I'm Kareem Young. Dr. Kimberly was recently on Sherry Hall's Telesummit. Be Bold and the recording is available by going to www.lifeisjoyful.org.vip.html. You can also access us at www.serenitynaturalwellness.com. Serene Wellness on Twitter and Kimberly McGeorge and Serenity Natural Wellness on Facebook. And now here's Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Hi, Dr. Kimberly. Good evening, Kareem. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm amazing. The weather's wonderful, and I'm all warmed up for radio because I was on last night, as you said, with Sherry. And I think I was on radio like six or seven or eight hours last week. I was doing some crazy stuff. I even went on a radio show from one in the morning to four in the morning in the middle of the night. So, yeah, I was doing some crazy stuff. So I'm all warmed up for everybody. I'm really ornery, and I'm looking forward to this show. We're going to have a really, really interesting show with a lot of variety. And the first guest we have, Cream, is Ms. Nancy Bowden. She's a licensed massage therapist. She's an energy. Oh, I know what I want to talk to. I'm all excited now. I just got an idea. Um, she's an energy and sound healer. I forgot she was a sound healer. We haven't really talked about. Well, we talked about it a little bit last week with Janet, but we haven't gotten too much into sound healing. So I kind of want to get into that. So that's the direction we can go. But she has her own business, and she's located in Erie, Pennsylvania right now. There's bigger and brighter and better things ahead for her, so she may not be there forever. So if you're in Erie, Pennsylvania, or anywhere around there, you should take advantage of the fact that you can drive and see this marvelous woman. And like I always tell Nancy, I don't allow very many people to work on me, and anyone that knows me and really understands who I am and what I do would understand why. But Nancy is one of those very, very rare people, and I call her one of my secrets, and she is a healer's healer, and she is phenomenal, and I've experienced phenomenal levels of ascension and oneness and healing when Nancy was working on me. But she's mine, so you can go see her in Pennsylvania and all that, but just remember, everyone, she's mine. So welcome to the program, Nancy. Hi, Kim. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. This is so much fun. I love having my friends on the program. That's the great thing about having your own program. Right, Kareem, you can do whatever you want to do. So the first thing I kind of like you to tell us all is could you tell us a little bit of how long you've been practicing and a few of the different modalities that you do and kind of what led you into energy healing and this kind of work? Well, um, see, I've been practicing massage for 12 years and energy work my whole life, but I started um, really focusing on it when my daughter was 10 years old because she got migraine headaches, and mm-hmm. I and nothing was working, and I didn't know what to do. And my massage teacher actually showed me some energy stuff, and it worked. So that was the the, the beginning of really 
trying to focus on doing energy work to helping people. And I, you know, I'm a Reiki master and all of that, but that just wasn't working for me for some reason. And I took all these other classes like quantum touch and spiritual healing and I can't even think of all of them. And the last one that I got into was um, Deborah King's 21st Century Energy Medicine. That's the one that really amped up the power like by a godzillion. And ever since then, I've just been having amazing results with people, as you well know. And Mm -hmm. all kinds of really bizarre and wonderful, beautiful things have been happening with my clients. And so I've been, I've really been doing energy medicine as a career for about 12 years, but it's just, it just keeps morphing into whatever it morphs into. And the more I learn, the more intuitive I get, the more I get downloaded stuff. And it just is a lot of fun to see people just change and get happy and get rid of their problems and their that stuck energy and it's wonderful. Right. It it really is. It's, I I don't know I, I don't know where I wrote this, but I really love what I do. I think I was talking to someone on Twitter today, maybe Kelly and I just said I you know, it's just like thank you for everything you do, you know, blah blah blah. And I love what I do and it's wonderful when you're doing something that can really profoundly affect people on so many levels. So I remember when I first met you, Nancy, you mentioned, now don't yell at me if I say it wrong, something, is it crystal bowls? Is that what you use for sound sound healing? No, I don't use crystal bowls. I use seven metal bowls. Okay. I've been been doing sound healing for four years. I learned um, in Colorado from Sri Krishna Shahai from Nepal. And it was really wow, a beautiful story because we were just in this store and I was looking for something to take home. And I was actually looking at singing bowls, but I didn't really know too much about them. And for some reason, he picked me and asked me if I wanted a healing. And I said, sure. We went and he did this sound healing on me. And I said, I'd love to learn to do this. He told me to come back and take his class. And I said, I had to leave day after tomorrow. And he said, what are you doing right now? So I got his class in a few hours. I have handwritten notes from him in broken English, and I can contact him anytime I need anything or any, you know, like I want to learn more or whatever. And that has been something that has just been the most fun. My clients, they if I don't have my singing bowls, they get a little upset because they just feel the deal. You know, I, I've I, been I, robbed. I've been oh, robbed. <laughs> I've never. So when we do our little thing that we're going to do, and you know what I'm talking about, you yes, are bringing yes. those. Or I'm not absolutely. talking to you. No healing oh, for me if those don't show up. <laughs> That's the plan. And I even got a new one because I just got back from Boulder, and I got a, a new one that's just beautiful, and it clears so much stuff. It's really good for the throat and the um solar plexus area it just does things that i don't know and people just they hear the vibe they feel the vibration and hear the sound and they just melt like butter it's wonderful oh wow well let me ask you because now i'm I'm kind of well obviously i'm very familiar with energy healing and vibrational healing because that has been my bread and butter for so many years and it saved my life but how is and is it this sound healing how is it different? Does it work 
directly um, the energy body, the physical body, the chakras, the meridians, all of it. What What is the theory behind it? It works on everything. Every note has a specific vibration, but it also has a specific pattern. Even like the notes in the scale, the notes in the scale in the east are totally different than the scale over here. And what you do is you place the bowls around the person or on the person, depending. Um, and traditionally it's done on the floor, but I usually do it on a massage table. But anyway, they um, the vibration of the bowls form a specific pattern. Like you can take sand and put it on a cookie sheet and put it on a speaker and crank up the base, and it will separate out into different patterns, which the... Um, Seers in the East call that the mandalas and all of that. And that oh, okay. vibration goes through your energy fields and it breaks up negative imprints, negative feelings, emotions, sickness and disease in your energy field. Plus, it, the vibration moves through your body in the... Um, your muscles and it goes through your organs and it breaks up junk that way and it just moves on through. And the bowls that I use, they're, um, they're three notes. So even with one bowl, you're getting three notes. But there is one predominant note, but, you know, like there are, there are three. It's like striking a chord on a piano. And plus it all also gets your emotional body because it's soothing most of the time. Sometimes you'll get a ball that really agitates somebody, and I try to put that one as far away from the person or not use it because they're not going to relax if that's agitating. But that ball really has more to teach them than anything else, but they're just not ready for it yet. And so uh, they just, okay. yeah, you know, and, and, it, and the, it all just, the vibration moves through, the sound moves through, and it's soothing to your soul. It soothes your emotions, and it just puts you in a state of relaxation in like three seconds when you put them around the head. And once you hit them around the head, you just instantly go into a state of meditation and relaxation. And it's phenomenal, the things that they do. Like I I even use them like if I'm giving a massage and somebody's hips aren't letting go or whatever, I'll just take a singing bowl and put that on there and just hit the bowl a few times and that vibration goes in and breaks up all those trigger points. I've had people come in and I've done that and they could hardly stand up when they come in and when they left, they were standing up straight and said, I just don't believe it after two treatments, maybe three, depending, you know, on the person or whatever. But it's so much fun to see people just get so happy and they go, oh, and and, and if I don't use a singing bowl on their trigger points, they go, well, why don't you use a singing bowl on it, you know? Wow. It, it really makes you feel wonderful. But the best part about it for me is whatever they're clearing, I'm clearing that from myself too. And I get cleared whatever I need cleared because I'm in the, vib- the vibration of the bulls all day long. Ah, uh, neat. It Actually, is. That sounds amazing. It sounds really nice and it sounds really calming. And I it can't is. believe I've never had that. Actually, I was just, as I was saying, I've never had this um, or anything like this. I realized that I, I've i done so much over the years that I actually realized I was lying. 
and I can't remember the name of this machine. It's going to drive me crazy. I know I'm going to sit up in the middle of the night and be like, that's it. And I actually was on the video promo that this company made for this, so I can't believe that I can't remember the name, but it was something where, I don't know if you've heard of this, Nancy or Kareem, but you go into a room, usually, and it's a geometric shape, and it's like an actual like massage table or bed, and you climb on top of it, and then but you kind of like climb through the geometric shape and it's like around you and it's made of course of special stuff, you know, who knows what it's made of metal or whatever. And then it's a sophisticated soundboard and you get to pick the style of music you want. Well, it's not like rock and roll, but within reason you get to pick the style of music you want. And so the music, this is the weirdest thing. Now I'm probably like mutilating the explanation, but the music starts playing as, as, as it bounces off your vibrational field which is amplified by the geometric shape, the music and the vibrations start changing to heal you, to clear your meridians, to balance your chakras. I mean, and you get out of that. And then usually what, well, first of all, they usually would have either an energy worker or a massage therapist or both would climb in and they'd work on you. And I am telling you, it sounds very similar to what you do just on a amped up, more electronic level, you know, more of a computerized level, because I have had some major breakthroughs in that in that setting, I can't believe I forgot about it because I haven't done it for so long. But that, it sounds kind of similar. I haven't heard of that specifically, but that sounds awesome. But there are places around the country that have sound baths, which are becoming oh. pretty popular. Like you, you're covered, they have like gongs at both ends, and maybe sm- big gongs, and then smaller gongs, and they have singing bowls, and sometimes they'll use tuning forks or whatever. Or, King shows and all kinds of, and they have, there's like three people that go around and hit them and, you know, like, they just hit them oh. and they're just saved in all of this sound. And like, I mean, have you ever, if you've ever stood in front of a gong and that vibration just goes, wah, I bong myself a lot of time in the morning when I just get up and I'm just tired or whatever. I'll just stand, I just have a small one, but I stand in front of the gong and it's like, it's all gone. I mean, it's the same. It's the same concept as uh, like being in the geometric shape, and you know, and all of that too. Sure. I know in in Joshua Tree they have um, crystal singing bowls, and they have sound baths where you can just go lay in there and be bathed in all the sound of the beautiful crystal bowls, and you come out a new person Uh, because that's exactly what it does. It. it balances your meridians. It gets rid of old pain, old old stuck emotions, and all of that sort of thing. But the downside of it is you will detox afterwards, like physically sometimes. I've had people right. say, why don't you tell me I was going to detox? And I thought, oh, man, I better make sure I tell my new clients that. Because I was working with so, the same people so often. When I started getting a lot of new clients, I kind of forgot to tell them. But you still have that detox thing. But it's beautiful and it's wonderful. And that's why actually my singing bowls are my babies and they're like my favorite thing to do with my clients. You know, one of my Aww. one of the favorite because they just love it and they it it makes them so happy. And there's nothing heebie jeebie about it. It's very scientific, you know. And um it can be whatever you want. And I've only had one person that's ever come to see me that didn't like them. In four years, so I think that's a pretty good track record. That's and very I also teach good. Classes. I teach classes on how to use singing bowls, 
and how to buy one for yourself and how to use them for um, self-healing and self-meditation, you know, like meditating and use them to heal yourself. And I with pieces wow. and all of that, too. So it's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun, and everybody just gets happy. That's really neat. Kareem, do you have any thoughts on that? What do you think of that? I'm thinking you're talking about the, the little balls that you that they have in like when you um, you could put them in your hand and put them in a circle and they like make yes. a little chime. Yeah. Oh, I had a couple of those. I used to like playing with them. It was just a, um, it was like it was when I was playing with it in my hand and doing the circle thing. It was calming me, so that was like a nervous habit. Or when I used to get upset. I used to notice that it used to calm me down, so I used to always have those around, especially when I used to get upset when I was a kid. So now it's starting to make a lot more sense now. Of why it might have worked. Well, I'm going to take a little kind of off-the-road trail because um, Natasha from California has been holding for a while. I'm going to bring her on. Are you still there? I am here. Thank you. Hey, okay. Did you have a question or comment for any of us? Yeah, I had a um a psychic question. I wanted to see if you could give me any insight on what you see coming up for my love life. For your what? I'm sorry. Oh, my love life romance. Oh, your love life. <laughs> Maybe I just blank that out. No. <laughs> Okay, hold on. Um, we'll leave Kareem out of this for now. Nancy, if you have any thoughts, you can feel free to jump in. I have to grab the energy for a minute, so I'm going to be quiet for a minute. But if you're getting anything, Nancy, you can go ahead and talk. Okay, I was feeling into her energy, and her second chakra is really congested, and that has to do with relationships. Interesting. But, yeah, um yeah, um, I'll, I'm going to clear that for you, if that's okay with you. Thank you. Yes, I appreciate it, actually. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> okay, Natasha, I'm starting to get hits. Um, is there somebody that in your past that um, that you're kind of so attached to, or I don't want to use the word obsessed, it seems very connected to, very, um, almost like it's very hard for you to move on and fully invest in another relationship or other relationships, you seem hmm. connected to someone. Does that make sense? I don't know. I, I, don't, I have no idea who that would be. I really don't. There's nobody in my past that I would uh, even consider. Okay, maybe I'm going love and maybe it's not love. Maybe it's family. Is there a, someone that was very powerful, an aunt, a grandma, a father, a mother? Maybe it's a meal. I definitely feel a very strong bond with somebody, and whoever this bond is that you have, it seems like mm-hmm. it's holding you back a little bit in your romantic relationship. So it may not be a love. It could even be a friend. It's just a very – do you feel bonded with someone or very, very – are you close with anyone? Very, very no. close. There's no, there's no one that I am extremely close to at all. So yeah, I'm trying to figure out who this may not be. Not from your, not from when you were little or your family. No, not at all. Absolutely not. Did you pick up anything, Nancy? Yeah, I was just gonna um, inject that she's actually corded in her second chakra. 
Thank and, you. Uh, I'm not crazy. Like <laughs> it's, no, you're not. It feels like a oh, male, and it, and it actually could be from another lifetime. Maybe, uh, because I don't know who it could be. I mean, there's no one that I'm attached to at all or no one that I've had a relationship with that I still think about or want to be with or anything. Right. Well, it does. It feels like a family member, and it feels like a male family member. Um, and that's you maybe where I make like, the love. I can to, remove yeah. that cord right now while mm-hmm. you're there. I appreciate it because I have no idea who it is. Yes, I would. Okay. He's like, be gone. It is. It's gone. Yeah. Is it gone? Yes, it's out. It it just came right out. It was ready to be removed, and you should start feeling a lot lighter energetically. Oh, I shot the energy move. That's weird. You're so weird, Nancy. I know. (laughs) I'm so normal. Okay, so now that we've got that out of the way, let's look ahead. Let's go down the timeline. Um, do you want me to be honest, Natasha? Please do. I mean, honesty is, you know, honesty is the best. It may not be what I want can to I hear, ask, but it's true. Can I ask you your, your um, well, I call it your Western because I'm into Vedic astrology, but what is, or what is your um, sun sign? Okay. Your, I'm, a, I'm a Leo. I'm a Leo. Leo. I'm a Leo. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, going out a little ways. Mm-hmm. I hate to say this because it's so discouraging, and we always have free will. Obviously, I really don't feel a strong love interest coming in your near, near future. Um, are you really desiring of that, or is your life quite full and you just feel you need that space? What are you thinking about your love life these days? I desire that. I I strongly desire that. Yes. This isn't this isn't psychic. This is energy. But sometimes when we really strongly desire something, we mm-hmm. push that further away. Right. Instead of See, this is, I feel this, um, and it's not a person, the energy coming from you, this isn't toward a person or one person. But I do, when I plug into you, feel that desire and feel that craving. But I also feel when you plug into that intensity that you push it away. Instead, I think I would focus on kind of falling back and wanting to receive. And you know what's funny, and we talk about this in a sexual energy way, which is a whole other program, but you can actually receive love energy from every living thing if you fall back into that receiving place. So if you practice receiving, okay, this is going to sound strange, but stick with me. So if you go into Starbucks and you fall back into that receiving place in your energy body and in your being, you can receive love from whoever serves you your coffee in the morning because we're all connected, we're all one, we're all part of that divine love. And I know that sounds really out there and whatever, but for some reason you don't feel like you receive love easily. So maybe you give love easier than you receive love. Do you think that's true about you? That might be true. That might be true. So where it's really easy for you, where you're like, okay, this is what, I kind of feel like you're out there and they're showing me a gopher, which is so cute. You know how gophers, like, 
like, pop their little heads out. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. They're telling me I'm wrong. Prairie dogs. Like, they show me a picture, and then they tell me I'm wrong as I start talking. That's really nice, guys. Great. So, prairie dog, I'm sorry. They're showing me you as a prairie dog. I don't know my animal. Excuse me. But, um, so, you're like a little prairie dog, and you're so wonderful, and you're so amazing, and you're so energetic, and you're so this, and you're so that. And you have so much to offer, and you pop out of your little hole, and you're like, okay. And you kind of are, like, looking around and kind of, like, always scanning, kind of. Not, it's not like you're hunting, which is totally different energy, but you're kind of really open to love, which is good. But you're open. You're kind of looking who to give love to. So you're like, ah, oh, I, I could be really good for him. I could really fit in with him. I could really add to his life. But are you hearing the words I'm saying? I could compliment. I could say, you know, they're all about him or, you know, that relationship. You're not thinking, what am I going to receive from this? Is this going to be good for me? You're not in that lean back receiving position. So where you have the right energy of being open, open and receiving are two totally different words. So really, if you can get, hold on a minute. So I'm getting a month, October. I think by October, somebody might start to show up that could turn into a more committed, serious relationship. But if I knew, like, October was when someone might show up, I would be getting myself ready because you could only attract who you are. And so if you want someone that, since you're a giving person and naturally giving, if you want someone that's going to be receiving of your giving energy, you need to practice being a receiver and not just in romantic relationships. And one of the best ways, which sounds really stupid and shallow, to practice receiving, but I think it's really great, is to start getting regular massages or regular energy work because you're kind of forced to practice receiving. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. So I do. It's not like I don't ever see anything. I just think it's October is like I would bet money on October. It's so strong. It doesn't mean you're not going to meet that person before then and work into something by October. And fall is a great time to have a good relationship anyway. That's my favorite season. I think it's super romantic. So maybe you can kind of make this spring and summer like a all about loving you and receiving more of you. And right. then you're going to be ready for this relationship when it shows up. Okay. Do you have any thoughts, Nancy? I agree with you 100%. I was just feeling her energy, and I that's you nailed it. Okay. I've been doing a little clearing for you, you know, as Kim's been talking. I've been doing well, a little extra you. clearing on your energy just to be, be a little more open to receiving. Oh, I appreciate that. I really do. Well, well, thank you for listening, Natasha. We really appreciate oh, it. I appreciate you, ladies. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, oh, darling. Have a good evening. Have a good All night. Right. Okay, thanks. Keep listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ah, see, Nancy, she tried to make me feel crazy. And Kareem, am I wrong very often? I'm not wrong very often, am I, Karine? <laughs> well, you have to be a little bit what what the world or, you know, people in this reality look at us and think we are crazy. But I learned a long time ago to trust my gut. Right. And if I'm trusting my gut, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. 
because I know what I know and I know what's good for me and I know what's not good for me. And if I choose to not go with that, it never works out. Yeah, but you saw him like a bulldog. I'm like, are you sure? I'm like, and then I'm like, ah, yeah, my back. Thanks, Nancy. You're welcome. It was was so strong. It was so, like I knew, you know, I I got, I was off on the love, but it was so strong I automatically go to love. Because even though the familial bond is really strong, I still think that obsessive love pattern is just so super strong. Sorry, I misread the love part, but. Awesome. That was good. Okay, we have another caller, and this is not pre-screened, so I'm going to do it our old, unpre-screened way. Area code 205, do you have a question or comment for any of us? Hi, this is Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Kelly. How are you? I just got to tell you something. I was listening to the show with my niece and nephew, and there was so much energy that the whole thing just shut down. <laughs> so I had to get on the phone real quick. <laughs> so it's awesome. This is like awesome. Oh, you're so sweet. We love you. Do you have a question? I would, I would rather um, you no, ask me a question. I just wanted to say that you have your daughter's full on? No, not yet. Really? They're going to be oh, on yeah. a little later. No, oh, not yet. This is my friend Nancy. This is my friend Nancy from Pennsylvania, and she's an energy healer or worker. So if you have any energy questions or you want her to briefly plug into something in you or um, you have a question, I would take advantage of this because you can talk to me. Okay. Because um, Nancy's very, very good, Um, especially with what you were talking about with the headaches. I get headaches all the time. Like really bad one. Um, uh-huh. What should I do for like? Because I'm very active and I'm constantly doing something, and I don't have time to lay down. You know what I mean? So I'm always trying to, you know, keep going no matter what. And I, I have like a nerve and muscle disease, but I try not to let it stop me. I, I just keep going. You know. Right. Um, you have some plug, clogged energy in your um, your forehead chakra, but I, it feels yeah. like your headaches are coming from your first and third area, which is, oh, okay. um, yeah, because you don't feel like you're really grounded or real present. Yeah. And the best way to do that is go walk around barefoot. Really? I mean, that'll, that'll pull your energy into you, yeah. Because oh, in our right. because in our society most people uh, people's energy is like beside them because we're yeah. go 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 all the time and we don't ever stop and if we're not present doing all of that it wrecks havoc elsewhere and it's usually in headaches and that sort of yeah. thing okay. and um, you have some disturbances in your third chakra which could be creating some headaches. Stuff. But if you have nerve problems, then yes. things, yeah. that's a whole different thing that I would have to see you in person. Yeah, to do some, you know, to do some other stuff on that. Um, but oh, I'm right. clearing. I'm clearing your head. I'm clearing your your sixth chakra. Mm. It's it's like you got cobwebs in there and like mm. on the dryer trap, so to speak. Yes. <laughs> 
Yeah. I don't know how else to describe it, but um, I'm clearing that off for you as we speak. Okay. And I opened up your first and third, so you should be feeling a lot lighter and a little more present. Yes, I do. Good. Wonderful. How how exciting. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) I'm telling you, everybody on the show is amazing. (laughs) Yeah, we try. We really try. We we try to be amazing. You could actually really go. You could feel, like, everybody's energy. And I love um, your male co-host. He is, like, awesome. (laughs) Yeah, Cream's a sweetheart. He's quiet, but he keeps us all in line. And when we get out of line, that's his job. (laughs) 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 To get us back in line, right, Cream? Exactly. Yeah, he gets paid the big bucks. Yeah, try to control me. Just to try to control Kelly. There's like no. Is there any? Nancy knows there's no controlling me. So no. it's a thankless job. Well, you Kelly, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> You're so funny. Did you know that? Did you know that? You made Did me I know put out my drink before because when you you said you weren't going to say anything and then all of a sudden you start talking. Oh, the one show when I kept saying, oh, I did, I kept saying. I, who was on that, Kelly? Do you remember? Who was the guest? I don't remember who the guest was. Oh, I think it was Anisha. Was it Anisha? And I kept saying, oh, I'm not going to say yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Anisha, and I'm like, I promise, Anisha, I'm going to be quiet and let you talk, and then I would totally, she was a medium, Nancy, and I totally, totally kept interrupting her. You feel it, you just got to say it, you know? And at least Nancy understands that, So, and so did Anisha, but not all the audience members are like, what is that woman's problem? She just can't stop talking. All right, honey, Um, Kelly, I'm going to put you um, on hold um, I don't know how to see. I'll check in on you in a little bit okay. and see if you have another comment or question because I'm going to bring on Megan and Stacey. I'm going to talk yeah, a minute about call. them. Okay. And um, I, right. I will. I'm going to introduce Megan and Stacey. And so far my daughters are being rebellious and they haven't called in. So um, I might put a lot of pressure on Megan. But we'll see how it goes. So I'm going to put you on hold, Kelly. Okay. Thank you. Just hold on. All right. Okay, do you have anything that you want to add, Nancy? Um, I didn't hear your read on Kelly. I'll have to listen to it because I was talking to um, Stacy and Megan off the air. But did you have any wrap-up thoughts about um, Kelly that you wanted to say? No, because I told her. I told her. I already told her what it was, you know, what okay. I was doing. And she could tell. She could feel me doing it as I was working on her. So that was good. And she feels more present in her body and... She's going to go barefoot for a while. Oh, awesome. Good advice. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Well, we're going to switch gears a minute. Nancy, do you mind? Um, and we'll continue for all the callers. Our call-in is 646-564-9712. We've been talking with Nancy Bowden, and she's from Erie, Pennsylvania. She's actually one of my privilege to be introduced one of my energy healers, one of my very few energy healers. And she's available to take your questions or work on you, kind of like a mini energy adjustment. And as you know from previous shows, you actually get a pretty major energy adjustment every time you listen to one of our shows because you get exposed to my vibration, you get exposed to my guest vibration, and they're often very high vibrating people. And you get exposed to Kareem's vibration, 
which is actually very good also. So you really do get kind of a charge when you listen to these shows just by listening to them. Your vibration will be raised. So we're going to kind of switch gears for a minute here. And those of you that know me um, know that I also have been in the paranormal world equal amount of time I've been in the energy healing world, actually longer, since I started in the paranormal world when I was two or three and I didn't really know much about energy healing back then, for obvious reasons. But if this isn't about me, this is about our guest. And I ran, I think I ran across our guest on Twitter. I'm not sure. And I started talking to um, Stacy White, and she actually lives in the same state I do, not too far away from me in Ohio. And what really struck me as I read some different things about Stacy, and I'll let her tell it her way, and then I'll let her daughter talk as well, was it correlated so closely to some of my experiences as a mother and, you know, discovering how psychic I was and my intuitive abilities. And then, wow, I never even thought about it. But when you have children and you're like a high-level intuitive, of course you're going to pass on those gifts through one line or another, through the DNA to your children. And so it just really resonated with me because, as you, most of you know, a lot of my daughters, or all my daughters, have extremely strong psychic abilities and it, I just kind of thought it would be interesting for everyone to get a different perspective of, um, I believe Stacy's still a teenager. I mean, Megan, Stacy probably wishes she was still a teenager, but Megan's still a teenager, and um, Stacy's her mom. So I'm going to bring them on and let them talk and tell you their story, and then we'll get into some questions, and we'll take questions. So welcome to the show, Megan and Stacy. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having us. Oh, no, I'm so excited. Well, let's start at the beginning, and I'm going to start with you, Stacey, because you came first. And could you tell us a little bit about just your journey? And I think it's very interesting from the notes you sent me. If you could just kind of tell us, you know, how you discovered your abilities or if you always knew you had them, and then, you know, talk a little bit about Megan without telling her story. And, you know, I'll let Megan, you know, kind of tell about her story, and then you guys can talk about your business and what you do now. Well, it was something that I've always known. I just thought I was, like, in, intuitive, I guess, or sensitive or just, you know, like what everybody says, oh, you're just smart. Like, I always just knew things as a kid that I didn't wasn't supposed to know. Um, and I remember my grandmother and my uncle coming to me and telling me that they had seen things, and it really intrigued me because I had mm. seen things as well. And... um Actually, I'd had a cousin who had killed himself when I was really, really young. And uh, that was one of the major issues. I never really, I don't really remember him, but I seemed to just had played through my head the scenario of him passing away over and over and over all through my childhood. Wow. Uncle had told me about him coming to him after he had died and the things he had said, and it was exactly how I had seen them. Of course, I wasn't there when his body was found or none of that. And um, I would visit his room from time to time when I was at my aunt's house. Um, And the feeling that would come over me just being in that room because it was left the way it was when he died. So that was a huge signal to me. And then um, I experienced what I felt was a man in the basement of our house. And even to this day... I still, in my sleep, I will astral project to this house. I don't know what it is about this house, but it's like it just draws me there. 
and there's nothing I can do about it. And we had some weird things happen there as well. But the biggest, one of the biggest things that happened was when I lived in Germany, and I didn't speak about this on my um, bio, is I was I had a friend. We lived in this really, really old building. And originally, from what I understand, it had been built by the French Army. And it was some Nazi headquarters back during the war. Wow. And it was two doorways in, one on each end of the building, and two stairway. There's a stairway with apartments on each end of the stairway, and at the top floor, it was all open like it had maids' quarters, and then it was a ballroom at the end of each, and in the basement there were jail cells. Those jail cells were our storage room and our laundry room. <laughs> um, oh my! So it was really creepy going into this building and into this basement and when neighbors would leave to go back to the states for a month you would hear movement in their house or music playing and the neighbors and I would get together and we would hear music coming from the ballroom and we would go upstairs and the music would be blaring and you'd open that door to the ballroom and the music would shut off instantaneously and I had been cleaning my neighbor's apartment who was right below the ballroom her she was in the hospital in preterm labor and they had nothing for the baby. So I was getting her crib set up and getting the house cleaned up and ready for her to come home. And as I was standing in the hallway, they had a long hallway that went to the front door. This little girl, the spirit of this little girl, had came out. I can't remember if it was the kitchen or the dining room she came out of, and crossed in front of me and went right through the front door. Full body okay. apparition. And I'd say she's probably 12 or 13 years old, and I was told at a later time that she had been murdered in that building. And um, so that really freaked me out. I was like, that's just weird. I wouldn't go back up to the apartment. And then, you know, time goes on, and I never thought I would be a high-functioning psychic medium or anything like this. I just thought I was a sensitive, I guess, is the best way to describe it. And then when we were in Arizona... Um, a little girl, and I'll never forget her name, came up missing. They came on the news. We had just gotten there, and I was unpacking boxes and stuff, and the kids were outside playing with their dad, and it just stopped me. And I sat down on the couch in front of the TV, and it showed this little girl. Um, am I allowed to say her name? Oh, sure. Her name said Karen Grajeda was picked up from her home. Um, she was outside playing. And I believe it was in Tucson where she was at the time, and said that if anybody has any information, blah, 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 please call in. Well, I didn't even hear the whole rest of the report. The only thing I heard was that she had came up missing, and then this movie started playing in my mind. Ah, wow. And I saw the entire scene. I saw her get into a van. I saw the guy drive off in the van. I saw what he was wearing. I saw where he took her. I saw what he did with her. I saw where he put her when he was done with her. I saw the whole thing. And this little girl has, to this day, never been found. And that was back in 95. Now, Stacey, did you call and report that to anybody? No, that's not was a Looney Tune. (laughs) Uh, okay. I had never had anything. I mean, the incident with my uncle or excuse me, uncle and my cousin was similar, but not like this and not to this detail. And it just threw me for a loop. And I, like, I went out in the back porch and I was like white, and my ex was like, "What is wrong with you?" 
I said, I just had this really weird experience. I said, I don't know what it is. And I kind of basically explained it to him. He goes, that is weird. (laughs) He knows nothing about the paranormal. So it's like, okay. So I finally talked to somebody early 2000s who helps with police investigations out of California that Uh I'm friends with. And he said, no, what that was real. That was your psychic ability. You were in a time where you weren't under a lot of stress, and it just came. Huh. And, you know, that was the first real big eye-opening, this is something real <laughs> deal for me. So then came, oh. you know, Megan, um, her older sister started seeing things, and then Megan started having issues where she was seeing things. And then all of a sudden she wanted to be on Psychic Kids. Uh, and at first I thought, oh, she just wants to be on there because she wants to meet Chip Coffee because she thinks he's just the greatest thing since sliced bread. <laughs> yeah. She swears to this day she's going to marry Chip Coffee. Oh, I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. I love yeah, it. Like, I, 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 I love, love him it. to death. He's everything to me. I love him. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Oh. She tells me all the time, she says, that's my husband. <laughs> she sees his picture. I'm like, he's you. just so cute. Have you seen him? He's just so adorable. I was like, Megan, that's just weird. <laughs> you can tell Megan is extraordinary because if she thinks Chip is cute, you know <laughs> yeah. she's extraordinary. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, yeah, she started bugging me to go on the show. Well, and in the meantime, obviously, when we moved here to Zanesville, um, Megan noticed immediately that the house was haunted. And um, I, at that point, I was still doing the thing I did with her older sister. No, no, everything's kosher. (laughs) You know, I didn't want them freaking out. And I know her sister was really freaked out there for a while. So I just told her sister it was her imagination. And I told Megan basically the same thing. I obviously knew that there was something in the house. (laughs) But in light of the other houses we looked at that had much more activity, this was the mild one <laughs> so we took this one <laughs> but she was just very insistent there was something here there was something here there was something here and i'm like okay so we had a group come in and investigate and they found a few things and then activity started picking up some more and then we had another group here in zanesville come in and they did a well they did three investigations and we found all kinds of crazy stuff um and then wow, three investigations in your house. Wow, we've actually had four. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, we have a very active house, and the thing is, is that her little brother, who's thirteen, Adam, he is a sensitive, and then we have a three and a four year old who are both sensitives. So, <laughs> um, and even so all your children basically is what you're saying. Yeah, all five Thank of you. them are sensitives. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right now, like Ireland, she'll stand at the front door. Today she did it even. She looks out the front door and she goes, there's a little girl out there. <laughs> there's no little girl. Wow. <laughs> it's like, seriously, there's there's no little girl out there. I look and I look and I look and I go out in the port nobody. And she'll go, right there, right there. <laughs> so, um, and he, ever since so, she Stacey, was born, do you not have those strong abilities? Do you not see as much of some of your children? Do they have, like, different, you know what I'm saying, different yeah, I strengths think we're all and different. weaknesses? And right. I think okay. I don't see things like Megan does, for example, because I think I stay closed off for the most part. 
And uh, the way okay. I look at it is like I can walk into a hospital and my friend who's a psychic, she gets bombarded. Or Megan will get bombarded. I can walk into a hospital and I don't even notice them. I would have to Now, when you say, can you explain for people that aren't as familiar as us all with these terms, what do you mean by bombarded? I know what you mean, but could you explain what you it mean by that? It would be like being Johnny Depp walking into a Hollywood premiere and being swamped <laughs> by the paparazzi. <laughs> I love it. That's a good, good Yeah, that's kind of how I can turn them off and I don't see them or hear them until I, I can call them up and talk to them. Megan, however, cannot. She can to a point. She's gotten better at it. But she always sees them first. She always hears them first. I huh. if some There are times that you get a really strong and adamant spirit, and they get right in your face, and they're like, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Stop ignoring me. I know you can see me. <laughs> Those I can't ignore. <laughs> you know what's funny about that is I barely ever, I'm medium of six skills, I barely ever use them or dabble in them or even acknowledge them. I just don't play there. I, I heal the right. living. I say I heal the living. I'm called to heal the living, not the dead. That's my thing. Right. But I was on a radio show last week, and I was doing a reading, a psychic reading. Mm-hmm. And I, I relate to what you're saying so much, Stacey. I have to share this. All of a sudden, this woman's grandmother was mm-hmm. in my face screaming at me. That has yep. never happened to me before Yep, on the radio or, like, such a strong spirit. Welcome so to I the know world. <laughs> I know. I'm like, well, really? I, say, I keep my radar off, and sometimes their energy is so high that they turn the radar on whether I want it on or not. <laughs> That's kind of how I am, I would yeah. say, too. It's like marriage. They yeah, turn so. on the radio whether you want to listen to it or not. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> But, yeah, we were at Mansfield last month, and we were sitting and listening to Chris Fleming's speech, and there was this man, and he was leaned over at the waist with his hands on his knees, and he was right in my face going, I know you can see me. I know you can see me. Stop ignoring me. Stop ignoring me. And I'm just trying to ignore him. Oh, I had a huge headache. That guy was getting on my nerves. (laughs) Oh, no, even better, he followed us home. Yeah, then he followed us home. <laughs> I'm like, are you serious? Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, it was just wonderful. Wow. He the whole speech and then getting followed home and kicked in the back seat. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, that's their favorite. That, yeah. I'm glad to hear you guys say that because that is, like, the favorite. If anybody has our abilities, then they know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Because if I had a list for the number one, favorite torturous spirit activities, it's the backseat kicks. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love that you guys said that because I'm like, do you guys just really do this only to me? (laughs) Oh, and they, like, he kept touching my ankle. Like, I felt like he was reaching under my chair and, like, touching my ankle, and then he kept touching my hair and, like, running his hand up my arm. And I'm like, seriously, dude, I know you've been in prison for probably 100 years. Leave my arm alone. (laughs) I apologize to the audience. I probably should have, like, called them before and gotten this out of my system. But this is, like, um, Alcoholics Anonymous for, like, psychic mediums right now for me. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, we'll get back on track here. Sorry, you guys. I could just, like, oh, really? Well, this happened to me. 
Utah, what are your abilities and what is your name? Yeah. <laughs> um, funny. Well, Megan, let me talk a little bit, a minute for um, your mom, as all women that have this ability. She has a very strong energy and a very strong presence, as you do you, but your mom's like, pow. Um, so, Stacey, be quiet a minute, please. Okay, I'll do uh, that. <laughs> no, you're wonderful and entertaining, though, as well. Um, but, Megan, could you share from your perspective um, at what age do you think you first knew that you had these abilities, and how did you feel about them? Well, when I was on the um, show, I said I was about, like, oh, I forget what age I said. I was, like, around, yeah, eight. I was about to say that. But, like, when I got back from the show, I just kind of remember just, like, sitting in the car, sitting in my car seat. It was just the tiniest thing that happened. Like, sitting in the car seat, and there's this, like, um, store next to me with a vending machine, and a guy puts a dollar in, and I was like, "That pop ain't gonna come out." That's just what it was. <laughs> it's just not gonna come out, and it just never came out. Then you see the guy just banging on the pop machine. And I was like, "Oh, I'm good," you know. I just felt like I was like smart, you know. And then the like said, yeah. when sliding doors like kept opening and stuff, like like you know the automatic doors that slide open uh-huh. and uh-huh. like stores. Well, I would watch this person walk into stores and stuff, and I was like, that sliding door is not going to open. And it just doesn't open, and the person just runs into it. I remember watching that one time. I was like, yeah, like I said. <laughs> and then we sit at stoplights, and I'm sitting in there, and I'll look over, and like, I don't even have to be looking at it. And I say, the light turns green now, just in my head. And it's just the craziest thing that used to happen when I was, like, really, really, really little. But wow, I started, like, seeing ghosts, like, around 8, um... It was at my, like, I don't know, it's just, I would just see things, like, not just the full figure, I would just see things, like, misty stuff, like, shapes and figures from, like, the corner of my eye. So I thought I was seeing things, but then I started seeing them, like, full on, like, I was looking forward and I just saw it. And I was, I freaked out, like, I did not handle it well (laughs) whatsoever. Um, I was living in Belfry one time, and it was the scariest one I've ever seen. I was sitting in the top bunk of my bunk bed. I was sharing a room with my brother. And I just woke up in the middle of the night, and I looked over in my doorway, and there was this really, really tall man. And, like, I instantly freaked out. I was like, that is not a person, and there is no man living here except for my, like, five-year-old brother. So (laughs) I jumped out of bed, and I sprint to my sister's room. And I had to go through the man, of course, to go to my sister's room. And I go in there, and I wake up, and I was like, oh, my gosh, Kyle, oh, my gosh, I see a man, I see a man. She goes, okay. Just sleep with me. So I went to sleep with her, and I wake up, and he's sitting in her doorway, and I just started freaking Uh. out again. Oh, it was terrible. So I was just, like, that's when I just started seeing things more and more and more from, like, then and on. Um, When I moved to this house, like, we were on our way up here. It's like an hour and a half trip. We got up here, and as soon as I walked in the house, I knew there was something there. And I kept telling my mom, she goes, no, no, it's nothing, it's nothing. <laughs> I, I, got, I got so mad. I was like, are you serious? Like, I feel something. Are you serious? And, like, my sister was tired, so she was, like, laying down on the middle floor in the living room. And I was just, like, I was kind of just, like, stiff, just standing there, kind of just walking. I was like, I don't like this place. And the worst part of the night is my mom said she had to leave and go pick up more boxes. And an hour and a half trip away. So I had to stay at the house alone with my no, we just went up to the storage room. I, I, I don't even know. But we had to run up there. They had to run up there and leave me in the house alone. So I brought out a checkerboard, 
and kept seeing stuff and hearing all these creaks, and I was just freaking out. I hated this house, like, legit. <laughs> she would have hated the other one more. <laughs> no, no, this this one was bad. I hate it. And then we go downstairs, and I kept feeling, like, was I think it was me. Something kept touching my butt. Yeah, <laughs> was it? Yeah, like, I kept feeling something. And Scott was making fun of me, and yeah, and then it started touching him. I was like, see, I told you, I told you. And then that's when things, like, that's when mom started believing me and stuff. Yeah, and our basement's very, very active. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. basements usually are, although I did a paranormal investigation about a year ago in a cupcake bakery. Mm -hmm. I won't say where, because it'll give away if I say cupcake bakery (laughs) where, but... um, and it was the first house I ever went in. I called it a reverse house. So this is where, so like the basement was the lightest, middle floor was medium, and the upstairs was the heaviest. It's the first like totally reversed house yeah. I've ever been in for energy and activity. So I have to ask you, I'm sorry, you guys, I have to get off track and go into this therapy group again for one second. Okay. You guys, I still, this is like the most common way, especially I think this is more, how they would appear to you and me, Stacey, would be my guess. The mm-hmm. people that, like, don't want to see or pretend not to see or shut it off, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, or not really shut it off. I don't shut it off. I just don't acknowledge. But I still get the people standing in the middle of the street. Do you get that at all? Yes. You know, the people. I'm putting that in air quotes. Yes. I love that. Like, every now and then they'll pop up, like, ha, you don't see me, huh? You know, and it always, yes. it, freaks, it does freak me out because you kind of don't want to run through them. Yeah, it makes me think of the mothman. That, that's happened, that, long, that happened to me before because, like, we were driving in the back. It was the worst because it was the back roads, and, like, you know, there's trees on each side of you, and it's all dark. Well, I was driving with my stepdad, and just uh. I just saw a little, like, a woman standing right there. And then I freak out. I go, Scott, And, like, he kind of swerves a little bit because he, he didn't see a thing, you know. And right, I, like, right. turned around. I was like, oh, God, oh, God, I'm hyperventilating. And Scott's just like, what the heck, you know? <laughs> I just got this huge adrenaline rush, and he's just, like, cruising, you know. <laughs> yeah, it happened to me last week on the way to Twin City. It was storming really bad, and I kept seeing, like, this mist come up, like, and it wasn't the rain. And I'm, mm. I'm like, seriously, <laughs> I know you all know I'm coming. Can you let me just get there? <laughs> yeah, just let me get there. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, they so do that what to was me. your Megan, what was your experience on Psychic Kids like? I mean, what was your impression of the of your Freaking time awesome. on that? Was it? It, it was, was awesome. <laughs> like I love Aww. it. Like, like, like they're like my second family. They're really awesome. Everybody, the whole crew, and Chris Fleming especially. He's helped me so, 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 so much. Like even after the show, I just called him anytime I needed him, and he would just help me. Um, on the show, like. They helped me turn on and off my abilities, helped me, like, face get, your fears. Yeah, face my fears, get stronger at my abilities. And it was just really amazing. And, over, like, overall the show seemed so serious. And, like, it was, but, oh, my gosh, you should have seen, beso- like, behind the set. It was just crazy. Everyone's so funny and awesome. And everyone's just all alike, you know. Just some of them just didn't believe they had the ability, but. Yeah, a lot of them did. <laughs> you were just free to be yourself because everybody there is just like you. Yeah, and everyone's like, oh, your your guys' show was scripted, but really it's no. not whatsoever because it was just cameras following you around. That's all. You just 
do what you do, but except this cameraman follows you around. Huh, yeah, well, and neat. you always have a microphone on, so you got to make sure you don't go to the bathroom. Oh my gosh, that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I was in the bathroom and Megan come running upstairs. She goes, Mom, you're in the bathroom with your mic on. <laughs> Everyone was Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, we call him Greg cool. the sound guy because he, like, uses all the sounds and mics. And he's downstairs laughing. I was like, i got to go upstairs and tell Mom. That's <laughs> yeah. funny. He heard me <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I love it. That's hilarious. It was, it was just so funny that, like, she said, ask, like, we would film for a few minutes, and then they'd cut, and we'd all stand around and smoke and joke, and, you know, we just... I didn't smoke. Well, I think she does. I was going to say, shame smoking. on you, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just a really good atmosphere, and it was all about just helping the kids and giving them experiences and just proving to them that they had the strength that we knew they had. So, Oh, but, and we went off to the, you know what the Lizzie Borden house is, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, we went off to the Lizzie Borden house. That was awesome. <laughs> well, wait, what you did you pick up anything there when you were there? I mean, what were your impressions of that? Oh, it was scary. We had to keep like taking so many breaks. It was like messed up. Like it's the energy. It was intense. Oh, the energy is unbelievable. As soon as we walk in, it just hits you. I've never been to a place so much like that before. And actually, <laughs> one of the um crew members oh chris he puked like he got so oh he did yeah he had to leave Mm. he was so sick it's like unbelievable there i picked up actually the murder before lizzie borden was there oh um aaron goodwin from ghost adventures called me (laughs) a couple weeks after the show and was like hey um we picked up the same thing you picked up so you're all good so i thought that yeah that's really neat. And, uh, have you guys ever been, since you're in Ohio, have you ever been to, I'm sure you have, I would guess you would, maybe not, the Prospect House? Have you guys done that at all? We've not there? done it, but we've been by there because it's not very far from us. Um, we're planning on doing it in October. And the group uh, that investigated our house did an investigation there last year. I think it was, maybe the year before. Right around the same time Ghost Adventures and Taps did theirs. And... um it's supposed to be really good. So we're planning on doing it in October this year. Can I ask we, you, who's the crew that investigated your house? Southeastern Ohio Paranormal. Okay, I've heard of them. So they've gone there. Yeah, I've gone there. I went there actually last November. November. To our house? October, November. Prospect. The Prospect House. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Prospect. No, 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 no. your house. Yes, your house. I was there. I remote traveled to your house. Oh, I probably did. Yeah, but anyway, now I will just because thing. you guys said that. <laughs> yeah, he asked for projection anyway. here last night. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, the prospect place is really. You know what's funny though? Because Ghost Adventures, when they went there, they got so much activity in the barn. Mm-hmm. Like so much. Like I think Zach was a tag, or I don't know. They got like so much. And I went in there and I said, you know what, you guys? I said, out of. Because I went in there as their medium, and I said, out of all the places on this property, in the house, outside of the house, everywhere, I said, I would sleep here tonight. And because it just goes to show that the energies and the ghosts and the spirits and Mm -hmm. whatever, it changes. It's not the same, you know. You're going to get different activity, different amounts of activity. You're going to see different things. But I was, like, expecting to, like, I'm like, bring it on. You know, I thought there was going to be all this satanic activity. And there was, like, nothing. Like, the energy was totally clear. 
totally dead. There was nothing there. Now there was, you know, energy to other places, but right, like up in the attic room where they'd done the Satan worship thing. I mean, yeah. I would like point. It was we. Ca- I caught point and click. I point, they click. I'm like, there's a figure over there, there's a figure over there. But it's really cool because, like, they take the picture, there's a black, you know, they get a black shadow. They take a picture over there where I point, there's a mist. Uh-huh. And it's really cool for me to go with a paranormal team that's good with their equipment because I don't right. want to be taking pictures. I just want to have fun, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, and, like, Michelle, who's in an SEOPI, um, a good friend of mine, she um, investigated there and did a report on Prospect Place back in college. So she has been there for many years. So she was there even before the satanic ritual things was going on and see the original, and then she saw it afterwards, and then this time when they came back, it was apparently it was all covered up. But she got vastly different things than Ghost Adventures and vastly different things than Taps. Um. She like she was saying some of the things that Taps had got had just been the birds and stuff that were in the wall, which I highly believe in Taps and their theories and things. But you uh-huh. know the fact that she's been there so many times it made me really wonder because um, they were saying that they thought they had something and she said no. And when we were there, we heard the same thing and it was birds. <laughs> but I want definitely want to go there. And Mansfield was it was just awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, it was just really awesome. Really? Yeah. See, no, I have a hard time, and I don't know how strong your guys' empathic abilities are, but because I'm like a full blown, hundred and ten percent empath, mm-hmm. I usually won't go. I usually won't go to like the super murder places or the super prison places because I just know, you know, I can let energies go through me to a certain mm-hmm. extent. But then comes the time where you just are, like, so overwhelmed with so much information yeah. that it's just yeah. hard for me to deal with. Like, yeah. I get, I guess what I'm saying is I get too much information mm-hmm. from those places. So I have a hard time. So you're, like, a I super really, empath. <laughs> oh, you're so funny. I'm a super. Yeah, this is a super you know, empath and you're you know, a super empath. Like <laughs> so you're hilarious. I'm but, you know, you're so super <laughs> I love it. Super well work. <laughs> I'm just you can But I don't, you know, I've always wanted to go on, you know, those are like the Ghost Adventures guys or whatever, Chris Fleming or, you know, Dave Schrader. But I'm just oh, like, awesome. no, why don't you guys go to like a happier place and I'll come? You know, like I've been invited many times. What's that place? Bobby Mackey's. Have you guys been to Bobby oh, Mackey's? that place is not even happy. Okay, is there any haunted place that could be happy? They're like, oh, <laughs> my yeah, house. I mean, my house is happy and it's running. <laughs> you know, actually, I've never walked into a room and seen smiling ghosts. You know, <laughs> no, she's that's true. happy that she says Bobby Mackey's. <laughs> no, no, I don't think Bobby Mackey's is happy. That's why I asked you guys if you ever been there because yeah. Bobby Mackey's I know has that um, demonic angle, which oh, yeah. we know is. We there, were going to you know? go there in November, and then um, we ended up not going because we had the babies with us, and I didn't feel comfortable taking them down there, even yeah, just to drive by it. So cause we had been on a family vacation in Cincinnati, and I thought, I am not dealing with that. So I do want to go there. I'm a little leery about it. If we go, it's going to be with a group. And, um, of course, I won't let Megan go any place like that by herself either. Um, right. Hey, so. I've been to the Lizzie Borden house. I can take a lot. 
Yeah, but what I'm picking up in Megan is just what I pick up in my daughter, which they're still pretty vulnerable. I yeah. mean, they're still pretty vulnerable to some of these stronger, darker energies. Yes. And the present ones versus the residual ones can be a completely different ballgame. Right. You know, and I've been in over my head when I was your age, Megan. I know it's hard because you feel all powerful, but one of these days, and I'm not saying this in a bad way, and I think your mom will agree with me, one of these days you're gonna get you're gonna come up against something that takes your that literally just takes your breath that you've never seen, experienced, felt, or known how to deal with. And those are actually the best learning experiences. But yeah. you're so well, young. Been there, you know, done that too. Yeah, I I've already been there. That's why I've quit with my readings for a while. Yeah, oh, she really? quit doing okay, readings so you... for almost two years. And when I decided to start this business, she came to me and said she wanted to pick it back up. So I've kind of oh. left the ball in her hands as to how much and what she wants to do and, you know, what her schedule is going to be and things like that. You know, the thing I tell her is that if you have a client that wants a reading, you have to do it. You have to find some time in your schedule to get it done. So, um, and I just let her do it. That's and good. Over the last two years while she was taking her break, that's when my abilities got even stronger because when she first came back from the show, we were working together. Like we would do Uh. a reading together and what parts she couldn't pick up, I could pick up and vice versa. So we kind of did a well-rounded approach to it. When she stepped back, I picked up and started doing them because we've had people calling us out of the woodwork. That's uh, great. So then... Um, well, yeah, it was really good until I decided to start the business, and everybody's like, "Oh, I got to pay you now." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Okay, okay, I see the difference yeah. there. And we, and we, not to say that we haven't done really, really well. I mean, we've done better than I would think most any other people would have at this point. I mean, we're a month in, and we've already we are broke even at this point. That's good. That is good. That's excellent. Yeah. Sure. Well, I'm gonna, a month to I'm break you, ask, and that is good. <laughs> no, that's awesome. That's really, really yeah. good. I'm going to um, hold you guys off one second. Nancy and Kareem, do you have anything to add or any questions you'd like to ask Megan or Stacy or any thoughts you'd like to contribute? I don't really have any questions. I just think your story is fascinating, and congratulations on, you know, like going on Psychic Kids and, starting your business and doing well. I'm I think it's fantastic. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I want to also I want to congratulate y'all also and I, I did have, <clears throat> excuse me. I did have one question. Uh, I think Megan was talking about when she first um started noticing that she was sensitive to things that you would say like the door wouldn't open and and you could tell him that the light was about to change right now without looking. Now, how did you transition from that to actually seeing, you know, a ghost or paranormal activity? So you're saying, like, how like how did it go from that to that? Or, um, yeah, yeah I did. think that's funny. Yeah, um, it kind of just kind of happened over time. I still have that ability to, like, you know, sense things that are going to happen, but mm-hmm. it, it came with the spirits, too. Like, I would see the spirits, and they would say, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, like a car wreck. It would just, mm-hmm. it okay. kind of fit all together. Mm. The reason I'm asking is because 
um, I'm fairly like new to it, but I, I'm as people talk, I'm like, okay, that happened to me before, and that's one of the things that, like, I live in the city, I live in New York, so I can predict when the train is coming, I feel it when it's coming and stuff like that, or you know the lights, I do that, but I'm like, okay, now I want to do more, but where y'all at? I don't know if I can handle that because I probably want to, you know. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. just get into a ghost mode and fight them. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. it's, it's definitely interesting, you know, knowing that people have these same abilities, and I'm I'm like a uh, a sponge for information, so I love taking in information and and trying it and stuff like that. That's why I was really asking. Well, what I would suggest is that Echo Bodine has a really good book called The Gift, and that goes through and just mm. describes each of the gifts and that may help you to figure out if you actually have a full blown gift or if you're a sensitive and exactly what mm. to expect. And it teaches you how to get better with your abilities and what the Bible says about abilities because I have people at school saying like, Oh, you're like you're a sin, you follow the devil but and says like Jesus Jesus doesn't agree with this stuff but that book has Proof in the Bible, word for word, what Jesus and everyone says about these psychic abilities. Yeah, I mean, as far as that, you know, a lot of people take words and then and, and twist it around to what they believe. But what you're you're right in as far as what the Bible says is is definite that Jesus was one, and all his disciples had certain you know abilities, but um. You know, a lot of people in the church, they don't really like that. They say it's sorcery and all this other stuff, but they really don't know. So it's not, you know, I don't listen to those people, but I'm more into how can I get myself and improve myself and, you know, protect me and my son Mm -hmm. from these entities and all that other stuff. What was the name of the book again? It's called The Gift. The Gift? Yeah, it's on my website. As recommended okay. reading, there's three of them oh, wow. listed, but this one's by Echo Bodine. Okay. So, and you can Thank get you. it from Amazon too. So. Okay, I appreciate that. Mhm. So, what would happen? Let's say I called you guys up. <laughs> I'd be like the nightmare client of all clients. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> let's say I called you guys up, and I, uh, you know, and I wanted a. Do would I ask for a reading, or would I, you know, what would you guys do for me if I came to you as a client? Well, it depends on exactly what you needed. Um, we do a little bit of everything. We can give you one-on-one readings. We even offer parties to where you can get five of your friends together or ten of your friends together, and we'll come for two hours, and we'll do, like, an open format reading. I've kind of set it up to, like, a party format like you would with Mary Kay or Tupperware. If two of your friends book a one-hour reading, then the hostess gets a one-hour free reading. Um, we can do walkthroughs. We've had people that call us that think their house is haunted, wants to know what's in there. We went and walked through their house for them. Um, you, just, you pretty much name it, we can do it. You need to talk to a deceased loved one, we can do that. You need help with seeing into the future, making a decision about your career or your home life or your marriage or am I going to buy this house or that house, which I've done that too. <laughs> I've had people send me pictures, okay, I'm looking at this house, am I buying this house? And I'm like, no, 
that's not the house. <laughs> that is not the, or I'm looking at this house, is it haunted? Yes, that house is haunted, and it's haunted by a woman, and she's wearing this, that, and the other, and she's standing in the kitchen. <laughs> so right, right. it runs the whole gamut. I, you know, I'll do anything I can to help people. And uh, our web designer, he's absolutely amazing. And we, I've done several readings for him and his wife, and I've told him, I said, you know, you do my website, I'll do readings for you for free. Anytime you need anything, I'm there. And, you know, and I know they are for me too. So, you know, I've got to give him the love because he's done a great job on the site, and I know they've given me plenty of kudos. I've done a great job for them. And it, with is my house haunted? Why is this guy in my house? <laughs> <laughs> Am I doing right, this? Right. Am I doing that? Well, you know, so we do the whole gamut. Just, just don't ask what color my underwear is because I get that way too much. <laughs> or when I'm going to die. <laughs> Ugh, too much. And, uh, if, and yeah, if my yeah. if my parent doesn't go to heaven, can you cross them over? <sighs> what am I? What am I thinking right now? Oh yeah. my gosh! <laughs> what am I thinking <laughs> right now? Legitimate, I love it. like. You know, questions, not the underwear or what color is my bed and stuff like that. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it doesn't always work like that. And yeah. I totally know. Well, yeah. what is your website? Would you like to give you know that information yeah. of how, it, if anyone mid- would like to contact you? Yeah, it's <laughs> midohiomediums.com with an S on the end because there's two of us. Oh, that's so sweet. It's funny because my daughter. (laughs) (laughs) And we each have our own email, so. Oh, okay. Well, do you want to give those out? Yeah. Mine is midohiomedium underscore stacy at yahoo.com. Hers is midohiomedium underscore megan at yahoo.com. And we also have an office phone. It's 740-849-0195. That is wonderful. I really like to see you guys working together because for years and years and years and years, my daughter's like, I'm not going to do any of this. I'm not going to work with you. But sometimes with problem clients or things I'm not picking up on, I'll run stuff by her like, you know, you guys do. And yeah, we nice to just have that other person that has different gifts and different strengths, like plug in. And mm-hmm. I do agree with you that sometimes you get just a much more well-rounded it's like two for the price of one. Like that's yeah. amazing, you know. Yeah. And I wouldn't doubt. Don't get mad at me, Stacy. You know, someday, Megan, if you keep walking in your gifts, you may be more even, you know, astute or powerful or whatever than your mom. Because I am not. Yeah, right. you know, <laughs> oh shoot! Somewhere. I think she already is. <laughs> well, I just mean because, you know, if we didn't walk in them, you know, we grew up in a different time with different energies mm-hmm. universally. And it's just such a more welcoming world for you guys, really, yeah. for your generation. So, when you know, I tell I people encourage- now that she's better than me, and and I honestly feel like she is, because like what you said, she's grown up in a different time, but her personality is different than mine is now. I was just like her at that age. I always look at it as you get old, you get jaded, and so you close yourself off more and the emotional stuff goes by the wayside. So you're just about what's real and reality. And right. she's still not there. She's still very open. She's just, just naturally sensitive human being. 
And, you know, she's always the first one to cry. If somebody's by themselves, she's always the first one to Thanks for talking. calling me out. <laughs> but oh, wait, just, wait, what did you just say? Say that again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I heard she, her she say, thanks cry. for calling me out. I want to know what you called her out on. <laughs> what did you say? She's always the first one to cry. <laughs> mm-hmm. I tried to hold back. She's a crybaby. No, Don't say that. <laughs> but she's very, very sensitive emotionally anyways. And so it's like she hasn't got that rough exterior and that wall up like I do. So right. I, I think that makes her a better psychic. It makes her a better empath because I really have to tune in. And when I do my readings, um, I go through this whole spiel like I say my prayer, I circle myself mm-hmm. with the light and my guardians, and, and I pray for God to, you know, free from me or pull from me all the negative and my own experiences and stress and open me up to bring in what's going on with this person so that I can help them. You know, and that's that's when I'm at my most open point is when I do that prayer and I take that moment to meditate before I make the phone call to the client. And, you know, it takes me a minute to do that because I don't walk around like she does, open. <laughs> I just rock. You're just jealous of this. <laughs> So yeah, it's a, it's totally different for her, and you know, and I just hope that she can continue as she grows older to stay open with the support and you know the environment that the world has created now for people like us. I I really don't want to be closed like you. No offense. <laughs> I like being open, and I like being the first crier. Thank you. <laughs> I have no idea what you guys are laughing about because Stacy just kicked me off the air with whatever her white light stuff was. So I have no idea what you guys are just talking about. So. <laughs> oh, I just said I pray and surround myself with white light and so I can open myself up to um, my readings. Oh, that's, that's good. Yeah, I've noticed. Um, it's funny because people think, you know, that show, well, of course, everybody knows the show Ghost Whisper, mm-hmm. but it's my daughter sees 100% of the time. And one thing that she's taught me because I only see about 50, 60% of the time, uh-huh. is that the world is like Ghost Whisper. The unseen world is more solid in a lot of ways and has a lot more inhabitants than our world. Oh, and one yeah. of the things, it's, it's funny because you guys are like, yeah, this house is haunted, this house is haunted, this house is haunted. Uh-huh. She's never walked in a house where there hasn't been some yeah. sort of being or presence that yeah. either had just left and she can pick up or that's still there. And I just was doing a reading last week on a show where a woman kept saying over and over, oh, I don't understand, it's a brand new house, it's a brand new house. And I'm like, okay, sister, let me tell you something. <laughs> you know I mean? It's not They're about the house. street <laughs> and they're in Walmart. And I walked in Kroger, um, a couple, I'd say about a month ago, uh-huh. and I got jabbed. And it's funny because if you guys know what I mean, if you've ever been scratched, I'm putting that in air quotes, by uh-huh. spirits, it has a very unique feeling, and it does not feel like a scratch. Like, you see these uh-huh. scratches on the paranormal investigators' backs, like from uh-huh. top to bottom in trees, and it, you think that you feel it. it. If you guys have been scratched, which I would imagine yeah. you've been, it doesn't feel like that. And yeah. it, the way they do it, always feels like a jab or a stinging to me, uh-huh. and I just think it's real interesting. But these things are everywhere. They're in freaking Kroger, okay, guys? <laughs> <laughs> everywhere is haunted, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they could be in the strangest places. Trust me, I've seen them in weird places. 
Yeah, that's when we were at the um, event this weekend at Twin City Opera House. I believe it was Keith Agent was talking. Maybe somebody else said that not every place we go to is haunted. And asked if everybody oh. believes that. And I, I believe every place is really haunted. Like it, people like well, spirits you can pass through, which kind of makes it like you know, like there's going to be a spirit everywhere for me, like. Like, I don't think that no house is not going to have a spirit pass through it or in it ever. I think it's a very fine line. I mean, I think it depends on what your terminology of haunted is. Yeah. Like our house. I guess I would agree with that. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, because our house is haunted because it has spirits that stay here. Like living in it. Yeah. (laughs) We have spirits that traverse through. Now, Joe Schmo's house down the corner may not have spirits that inhabit it. But or have lived on that land, but I'm sure he's got them passing through. You know? Right, and there's sometimes I think they stay. And then they're turning off your TV. <laughs> uh, I agree, and I think they sometimes stay when they know you can see them. Or I also think they're. I mean, in my house, I mean we're super high vibrational, so again, right. I think they're attracted to the light. And, you know, and sometimes the dark is attracted to the light, and sometimes the light, I mean, sometimes just everything seems to be attracted to the light. I think it's like telephone with them, too. Have you you thought of it that way? Like, What do you mean by that? You got two two dead dudes. Dead dude number one (laughs) sees our light and goes, hey, look, hey, dead dude number two, they got a light over there, let's go. And then he tells dead dude number three, hey, dead dude number three, there's a light over here, let's go. It's like, oh, yeah. I I really do. Yeah, I agree. I totally. You can't just see one spirit or talk to one spirit. Everybody has to come right back in. (laughs) Yeah, and I think it's like I think it's kind of like that's why the 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 demons come is because they see this like whoosh of people. Where are they going? I'm gonna go too. I'm gonna fit in. (laughs) And I think that's all. All right. Well, let's open it. Okay. Stacey, let's open up that can of worms. And in the paranormal world, that is kind of a can of worms. Even in real life, pretend life, any life, that's a can mm-hmm. of worms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what do you mean? I'm playing devil's advocate here. What do you mean by demons, Stacey? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, now the show's getting good. I'm talking about a negative spirit um, that has never been living, that has succumbed, so to speak, to Satan, and is now doing Satan's work and is marching around on the earth trying to collect souls and manipulate so children and giving up their souls. <laughs> have you encountered demons? Yes. <laughs> Both <Yeah>. of you? <laughs> nice. Bye. <Yeah>, wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't even like talking about it. <laughs> We actually encountered one at Twin City Opera House this weekend, which really kind of oh, you did? Make it out. That yeah. surprises yeah. me. I, I don't, I mean, I don't is, like even don't hearing about it. It's just I. Uh. We had a bad encounter with Megan after the show with some demons. Um, oh, okay. And then which um, doesn't surprise me actually, but yeah, okay. Yeah, it was. We were doing some real heavy readings for a family here in Zanesville who had had a family member pass away and wasn't in a good place. And um, my friend Christy that I spoke of, the psychic, was trying to help Megan cross this girl over, which caused a whole demon manifestation in our house, which that was fun because we were running those suckers all over the place trying to get rid of them. They were hiding Uh from us. 
But then, uh-huh. yeah, so she stopped doing readings for a time, and we did the cleansings that we needed to do. And when we went to Twin City this past weekend, we encountered that demon in the sub-basement. The same, wait, 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 the same one? No, it was just another demon. Oh, okay, a different, a, a different, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, and it kind of freaked her out a little bit, but she did really well. I thought she was going to buckle there for a minute, but she did well. I just sat beside of her and, you know, kind of talked to her and let her do her thing. She was kind of in charge at that point. I just hate demons. <laughs> I don't even want to deal with them. Ugh. If I hear, like, if I have a feeling that something is just a little bit negative, there is no way. I'm just, no, no way. Yeah. Hmm. She just tries to stay away from that stuff, so. Um, no, I think that's that's really good. I think that's, yeah. that's really good. So, Stacey, I guess I won't ask Megan, but have you ever done an exorcism? Yes. Not something that you advertise. <laughs> She's like, uh, in uh, talking silence. about that. <laughs> I didn't myself perform it. I was part of performing it. Um, Adam Bly, who was trained by Father Calder, um, who had been on Paranormal State doing an exorcism. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And Adam Bly is friends with Chris Fleming. Um, Chris I, is the one who helped me out with this. Yeah, we he assisted us in, with this exorcism. And, you know, you see him on TV, and some of you may have seen the one on Paranormal State. It's everything yeah. Paranormal State showed and more. Mm-hmm. wasn't quite as cinematography as um, The Exorcist back in the 70s, but it was pretty intense like that. We're, I'm talking knocking glasses off, punching people in the face, breaking their crosses, <laughs> Yeah. Um, speaking in foreign languages and calling out demons' names. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it was, it was a little cuckoo. <laughs> It, it yeah, I have intense. a lot of sympathy for um, Megan because I don't play in that realm as much because of my girls, but I right. used to do a lot of house clearings and exorcisms, and my oldest daughter has done house clearings with me. And um, a lot of times if you're doing a house clearing, uh, the activity is to a point where it's almost always, you know, at that demonic-type level. But, yeah. you know, I've been there. I've been – and it's – you know what I, I the only way I can describe it energetically is it, it's such an unholy power. Mm-hmm. It's just terrifying. I mean, yeah. but you can't be terrified. So, yeah. but it's that it's you know like a, a like there's a holy fear like of God, and then there's this mm-hmm. unholy power. And and I believe because of my experience, there's different hierarchy and levels. Mm-hmm. And um, I encounter the the low level. I would say almost on a daily or a weekly basis, but, and that doesn't bother me, but right. if you've been in the presence of one of the more powerful, you know, in, their, yeah. in whatever, yeah. it, it's it's absolutely something, it's not describable. It's just well, not we describable. were like mid-level, mid to high level. Um, uh-huh. We had three demons in, in the house is what we had, and Christy had came and she tried to get rid of them because she cleared the house a couple times. There had been another what she had thought was a demon in the house right after they did the first investigation, and she came back in and she got rid of it. 
no problem. But when this situation happened, she came back in and tried to get rid of it, and there were too many of them. They, when she screamed from the basement for help, she was on the floor, beat red from head to toe, sweating, wow. and she was throwing up. And so wow. our friend went down right. to get her and pulled her out of the basement, and a shoe came flying around the corner and almost hit my friend in the face trying to drag her out of the basement. And it was a battle that went on for weeks and weeks and weeks, running this these demons from the attic to the basement to the attic to the basement. <laughs> now, why do you think they were – what would be your impression of why they were there? Um, the – the reading that we were doing, um, trying to get uh, my friend's friend who had passed away crossed over okay. into the light. When that happened, um, these demons had attached to her, and when we got her to cross over, uh, they couldn't go okay. into heaven with her into the light, so yep. they were stuck <laughs> in, the, in between, and the in-between happened uh, to be our house. <laughs> so, gotcha. Yeah. So then... Uh, Megan and I did what we're supposed to do. We did our prayers and things like that, and did our circle of protection around our house and the kids. Felt like it didn't work since, like forever, but you know. <laughs> yeah, we had them like they were walking up and down our hallway because her room's directly under mine, at the end of a hallway, and you could hear them like stomping up the hallway and pounding their fists on the wall. You could hear like growling noises and. Oh, it was yeah. always standing mm-hmm. in my room growling at me just. Staring me down. It's, yeah, it's I couldn't sleep. Yeah, it kept trying to bug us, and we one night we were up I don't know how many hours doing our prayers and telling it had to leave, and it finally hid in the attic for the longest time, and uh, mm. we we could hear it in the attic stomping around, and there's nothing up there that you can't even stand up to walk up there. Right, so right. We, we knew what it was, but um, Adam Bly came and. It took him doing four house clearings, and he blessed the doorways and blessed the, the oil crosses on the walls. Can we have three, yep. two or three exorcisms? Yeah, th- three really? exorcisms and four blessings. Yeah, he just came in March and did another blessing on the house. Oh, yeah. Oh, it has to be done once a year. He's, like, amazing. I couldn't appreciate him anymore because my life would uh-huh. be miserable without him. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's a really, really good guy, so... He's came and he brings us um, medals that have been blessed by the Pope and that's nice. And we wear them. And my husband's keeps disappearing. <laughs> that's so. funny because my I had a um, rosary that had been blessed by the Pope that I took to Prospect Place, but guess what? It never came out of Prospect Place because it disappeared while yeah. I was there. Well, um, Megan yep. and her friend on Psychic Kids, they both got. Chris had bought them both a locket with their names on it, and they wrote a little Aww. note and put it in there. And when this all happened with the demon, Megan's and Brittany's disappeared, both of them at the same time. Mm. And I finally found Megan's. It was laying under the hot water tank in a puddle of water. Ew. Like, oh, my goodness. It's been, it was over a year. It was like this winter I found it. Been a year, so. Well, there's definitely a lot of entities and beings and things that we don't fully understand and that, you know, we can go down a kind of twisted road, you know, when we're encountering them. So, and even some of the people that think they understand don't fully understand. Oh, yeah. Well, we learn a little bit every day, and we learn from each other. That's right. I just confirmed what I was going through. 
Yeah. Really? What do you mean, Fred? Yeah, um, I never told too many people this story, but before my son was born, me and his mother and my cousin were sitting in, in my cousin's house, and all of a sudden, my my son's mother at the time was my girlfriend. She just went into this state like she just froze, and then she started speaking in different languages. Started writing uh, in different languages, and hmm. she was very strong trying to fight me and my cousin. So all we did was what we knew how to do was to pray, and you know just chant basically, chant the same prayer. Mm-hmm. And then um, I'll never forget this because this is she wrote it down on paper. And mind you, she's a righty. She wrote with her left hand, and she wrote. Hold on one second. Hold on. I told my son to get out of here. He's listening. No. Oh. <laughs> you don't need to hear him. No, that's so, true. That's true. So, uh, you know, when she wrote down, she wrote, "I'm going to take your firstborn son away from you." So I had no idea. Wait, who gonna... said that? She did? She said that? She wrote it on paper with her left hand. Oh, she wrote it on Oh, weird. Wow. Ooh, okay. So, you know, I wasn't really, at that point I believed it because I seen what was happening, but I didn't know she wasn't pregnant. She wasn't nothing. So when my son came and she started acting up, I was like, oh, I got to get my son. So that's how, you know, all of the custody things, I have custody of my son. And like I was telling you, I'm looking to protect me and my son. Mm-hmm. And then y'all confirmed everything that I was just thinking. So, mm-hmm. That's scary. Yeah, it is. Because that's kind of how it happened with Megan. It was actually sort of the night her show aired. She, like, blacked out. And started acting really psychotic, and all of her friends were here for the premiere of the show. And they came upstairs and said mm-hmm. that she just, like, totally blacked out and was freaking out downstairs. I woke up behind a toilet. And I went down wow. there, and I'm like, what is wrong with you? And she was, like, totally not herself. And I couldn't get her to snap out of it. It was just the weirdest. I had never seen anything. And, you know, teenage girls, they always have these mood swings. And I thought, uh, no kidding. <laughs> this, is, this is no mood swing. You know, because you, you know what I'm saying. It's like you have the mood swing and then you have this, and I'm like, this is no mood swing. And I just kind of kept watching her for a while, and then I kept noticing, like, these little blackouts and these little, like, these little snide little comments that would come out of her and this little evil look that was always on her face, and I thought, this is just, something's not right. So I called Chris. And Chris called Adam, and the next thing I knew, Adam was on my phone saying, I'm coming down. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, wow. And we had started to pray over her, and she raised up off that table. with Her eyes were just glowing and, like, black. She has blue eyes. Whoa. And she looks over at me and gives me this smirk and backhands me across my face. And I'm like, well, it's on. (laughs) So apparently we got a problem. And my friend Michelle is a correction officer, and she's a big girl. And myself and then Christy were all trying to hold her down just for us to pray over her, and we couldn't hold her down. I mean, she had, like, strength that 
it was insane. And how, wait, how old was she at this time? This was two how years ago. Oh wow! Okay. Fifteen, sixteen. Yeah. Uh huh. She was, and she's only like 120 pounds. Yeah, she's little. So I'm like, she was raising my friend Michelle up off the couch, who's the correction officer. Mm. And I'm like, are you kidding? She goes, I was worried it was going to break her arm. But she was still getting away from her and hit me and broke Christy's necklace. She told Adam she was going to kill him and then laughed at him. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. So every time Adam was coming, uh, I knew it had me me a line of big, strong people. We were up so late, too. I just blacked out. And sometimes well, how did you feel it. after that? Did you feel, did you, sometimes were you exhausted? I just black out. And then sometimes it was like I was laying on the ceiling looking down, and I would see the demon control me. Oh, isn't that weird? You poor she thing. Felt, wow. And she told me she felt like as we were praying over her, she felt like her whole body was on fire from and the inside out. Especially when the holy water hit me. That was the worst. This is real stuff, everybody and listening. This the, stuff happens. The yeah. demon was like, he was just telling me this is the pain for you, not for me. Ah, uh, crazy. Yeah, it crazy, was just crazy. It was just crazy. And she was like, the the creepiest thing, besides just the whole look of her face, was she looked up to the left at the ceiling and she had her hand in the air, and her finger was pointing, and she was like she was writing in cursive up in the air. Ooh, okay. Staring at the ceiling, and later she told me that the demon was up there. She was looking at him, and that she was trying to spell his name. Ah, so you had that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Adam said once she says the name, they're gone. They have to leave. Yeah. Just like yeah. Constantine in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so and we got partial name, but I can't even remember what it was now. I had looked it up. That's okay, it up. we don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, but it was very, I mean, it was interesting, the partial name we got, and then talking with him, we looked him up, and it was, it was, there were some bad mamma jammas. <laughs> that was all Well, and I to. think, I mean, again, to not to be critical, but I do think sometimes shows like Psychic Kids, as helpful as they are, mm-hmm. I think they also put a target on your back. Yeah, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, and I'm not saying there's not one there anyway, but it's just like, okay, world, you know, <laughs> okay, anybody that you know is anywhere near, you know, who, yeah, I just think sometimes yeah, they can kind of go, yeah. go either way. So, well, you, you just know, I'm sure other because spirits attached to you everywhere you go, and especially there's bad ones there just as well as there are good ones. That's true. I mean, if you true. think about it, when people like. You know, the son of Sam and Manson, when they die, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're not going to turn into an angel, but they're not a per se demon. They're going to be right. what we call a negative spirit. So, what are they going to be doing? An in entity. Limbo? Yeah, I would yeah. call them an entity, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. so they're going to be walking around in limbo and trying to attach to people and, you know, still ruin people's lives at that point. So very, very, very crucial and very, very, very good point. Well, very interesting. Boy, we ran the whole gamut, didn't we, Nancy? We went from healing and psychic reading to, like, 
demon possession and exorcism. This is an interesting show. I'm, like, interested. <laughs> well, I thank you guys for being on our show so much. Do you have any, you know, any appearances coming up or any events coming up that you're going to be at? Yeah, we do. We have um, Eastern State Pen that we're supposed to be going to in July 27th, 28th, and 29th, I wow, believe it is. Wow, that's a long one. Okay. Um, then there is one... Which I'm trying to think of the next one. There's Through the Veil in a month down in Atlanta with Ship Coffee that we're going to try to, to attend that because Megan's got to meet her husband. Oh, I love it. You cracked me up. I love that guy. And then there's one called Creep that's going to be in Cincinnati in October that we're going to. And then, um, and is that like a psychic fair? Is that like a paranormal event? What is that? I think it's like a you know, psychic fair. Um, it's on my website okay. about it. On my I'll Facebook. have to look it up. Okay, I'll have to take a look. It's at JD it. Cornette's running that one. Okay. That we're okay. doing, and then there's one Jamie McCaskill is running. It's in April in Fostoria that we're going to be going to it. And what's really going to be cool about this one? This one's going to be held at a bank where um, John Dillinger robbed. And there's still mm. four holes in the walls, and there's going to be a ghost hunt and oh, everything man. there. So we're That's going to be fun. there ghost hunting and reading and selling T-shirts and speaking and the whole nine yards there. So we've got several coming up. There's a couple others that we know of that I'm not sure if we're going to be able to make it to. There's the Stanley in November um, coming up, which is the Glass Darkness radio event that we would like to go to. And then there's one in Kiwani. Um, Wisconsin that's being done by Tim Maley that okay. is uh, supposed to be really good. So, And Aaron Houdini is supposed to be, I think, at that one and at Through the Veil. And oh, wow. also Keith Age has one coming up in June down in Kentucky that we wanted to go to. So, Well, will you post some of these, you know, on your website as you decide yeah. or make so well, can. we're going okay. to post them all under upcoming events, and then we're going to set up a separate uh, tab of the ones we're going to. Okay. We are definitely going in April to Fostoria, and we're definitely going in October to um, Cincinnati, and we should be going to Eastern State and maybe through the Vale. That's what's all on the calendar so far. Okay, so, that sounds amazing. Yeah. We got some and coming Stacey, up. Stacey, um, you and I are going to have to chit chat like off the air sometime and figure out if we're related because I think that'd yeah. be interesting. I think we might be because uh, one of my relatives was a uh, John that signed that Declaration of Independence. I found it on the ancestry back in February. Yeah, we, yeah, we. Tra- my dad has done a lot, a lot of work. We've traced ours like way, way back to like. 15th century yeah. or 14th century. So Please. it might yep. even be fun just to compare, like, information and see if we can yeah, round we any of it out. Yeah, we definitely so. do that. Definitely yeah, and we're close enough. We could even meet and have coffee or lunch sometime. Yeah. And that'd be fun. We might as well. well we're thank probably you, girl. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. And, hmm, you think? We both have all, all our families have a psychic ability, obviously. Yeah. Like Ooh, I said, I think better. it came down both my sides. But, and it'd well, be fun yeah. to get the girls. Well, it comes through my Morton side of my family with my grandmother. Um, Interesting. Yeah, so that's where it comes from on my side, and then we both have a slew of kids because we're crazy like that, I guess. Yeah, I I really (laughs) want to meet your daughter. You got me all interested now. No, I'll tell you what. Megan, you have to plug your ears. We have a ton of kids because we like sex. Megan didn't hear that. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Megan, you you didn't hear that. (laughs) 
That's what the real women know all about the good Is there stuff. an age limit for this radio show? <laughs> it's a triple X, Megan. <laughs> oh, you guys are funny. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. We've never really gotten into this stuff, and I've always wanted to. And I'd like to invite you to be guests maybe in a couple months after you've done some more things and been some more places. So Absolutely. I right. hope I hope yep. you you know agree to come back, and maybe we'll get another paranormal team on here and, and you know get that conversation going. So okay. thank you so much. Yeah. You're no welcome. problem. Well, I appreciate you having us on, and we'll be welcome to help you out and come on anytime. And we'll talk soon. Thank you, Megan. Thank you. Bye-bye. Good night, you guys. Bye-bye. Wow, I don't even know what to say about (laughs) that. That was incredible. This show was incredible. I love you guys. You're so sweet. (laughs) We love you too, darling. Uh, yeah, it was just, it did run the gamut, and it got into, I know it got into some controversial topics, but, you know, controversy is my middle name, and I really do like to make people think, and I'm not saying anyone who's listening has to agree with us, I'm not even telling you, you know, where I agree and disagree with any of our guests, but I just like to have an open forum that we can start talking about some of these things and thinking about it, and like I think Stacy said, sharing ideas. Nancy, one thing I wanted to bring up about this, and you'll know what I'm talking about, I want to, I'd like your opinion of the whole access, consciousness, truth thing. I mean, my girls and I, this is really bad. I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying this. But you know what I'm talking about, Nancy, the whole um, truth, who are you? Do you know what I'm talking about? Truth, yes, who were you exactly before what that? What yes. do you think about that? Because we, I mean, whenever my kids start acting crazy, I know this is bad, but I have, anyone who knows me, I have this wicked, wicked, super twisted, sarcastic sense of humor. So I'm just getting that out there. So I'll look at my kids and I'll be like, truth, who were you? <laughs> no, I'll say, truth, who are you? Truth, who were you before that? You know, and I'll keep going. And truth, who are you now? And they like think, I mean, we make fun of it. And I don't mean, I don't mean to make fun of it, but I don't know, I don't understand it. Can you explain it to me? <laughs> well, I don't know if I can explain it to you, but, you know, like a part of it is like, they're talking to entity, right? Right, and that's and the insinuation. So they're asking you know, them. Makes... They're asking them who they are now, who they were, you were before that. What is your purpose here? Who were you before that? Who were you before that? And then you thank them and ask, tell them it's time to go. Okay. And, this is so this is what. Go ahead. It's weird because that's. I mean, I've, there's uh, probably a million different ways to learn to get rid of entities, but the way I do it is a lot simpler, I think, and I have had better results. I've tried to do it that way, and then I, maybe it's me or whatever. I don't know. But it's kind of odd. <laughs> do you think that if, okay, you heard the severity of the situation, yes. that this girl is out of her body, passed out, blacked out half the time, I mean, obviously she was possessed. So yeah. I don't mean this girl, I don't mean to say this girl, Megan, but I mean, this meaning to say, you know, I don't think I'd be standing over her saying that, is all I'm saying. And I do not think it would work. I'm going to be straight up honest with you. And that's I don't think it would work you. either. I don't, think, I don't think it would work, I mean, on, on, on demons or anything. I think that's it works on very low-level um, entities. You know, I mean, on oh, a demon. Oh, low-level entities. Okay. 
that's what I like. Think what your next door neighbor? I mean, I don't know how well you're talking about <laughs> just well, Kidding. you know, like low level, you know, like just, um, you know, like you like sludge Har- slime or whatever you ghost. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. and that sort of thing. But um, for demons, I've 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 had a few encounters in my lifetime, and I pray I never have another one. It was frightening and scary, and yeah, I'm never. I'm not gonna. I, I don't know if I I'm ever gonna share on here. Yeah. I may share sometime at a seminar or a conference or, oh, we just got a caller that hung up. I would have taken him. Um, 757, area code, if you want to call back, I was just going to take your call. We just had a caller that I was going to take, but they hung up. I guess they didn't like what you said, Nancy, about. No, you're welcome to call back. and We have a few minutes, and I will get you on the air. If anyone would like to call in and jump in this very schizophrenic conversation, Kind of, and we've talked a little bit in code tonight because if you aren't familiar with this, I know it doesn't make a lot of sense, but it still opens up the energy to think about. And maybe, you know, I always say, I've said for years and years and years, Kareem and Nancy, that the unseen world is so much more real than the 3D reality that we think we live in. And you do need to learn how to deal with it and not just ignore it because. I guess, you know, energy is unseen, and that's one of the most powerful tools that we have and we can utilize, you know, in our life, both how to read it and, you know, how to heal with it and how to use it and how to all of it. And it's unseen. Well, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right about knowing that it exists, you know, and learning how to deal with it. I mean, that's one thing that I've been learning lately, to deal with things in a different way in the unseen world, like in the dark side. And um, if you're not skilled at it, you can really get yourself in trouble if you don't know what you're and doing. And I don't think everybody is called to be skilled at it. No, to be honest I don't either. You. I think we I, all have our strengths and our abilities and our... And I am very skilled at it, but... I have stepped away from it for a number of years because of my children. Because I recognize what they shared. I actually intuitively knew when I was a really young mother. I knew that if I continued to walk this direct path of advertising my services and, you know, going into house after house, I'm just basically asking to be followed. I mean, I am. I'm asking to be followed home. And, you know, I'm kind of giving the invitation. You know, here I am. This is where I am. And if you live with your children, you are kind of exposing them to that vulnerability. And that's a personal choice. And I don't think there's a right answer, you know, or a wrong answer. It's just a point of view. But I have chosen, Nancy and Cream to step back from that work and, like I said, to focus on healing the living. And there's plenty of living people that he heals. So I know this is a little, you know, normally I'm speaking to the audience. We normally talk about happy, happy healing and you know, we do fun things like psychic readings and things like that. But that to be said, you know, I'm a realist to some extent, and this stuff happens, and it's happening more and more, and people are more aware of it, and they're playing around with it more, and they're getting tangled up in the energy. And just like you were talking about, Kareem, about the people we get involved with, I mean, I've been with men where I've seen entities or last demons, you know, I've seen them pop out of them and pop back in. I've seen crazy stuff in my life, so it's not, you know, they can hide within people and around people and 
be influenced by, you know, some of the people that you love. So it really is good to recognize, Nancy, like we talk about, be able to recognize all energies, even if you're not going to do anything with them. It certainly doesn't hurt you to acknowledge, you know, their existence and to kind of be on the lookout for it, even if you're not a sensitive or, you know, a psychic person. Well, right, and and I I'm I can sense it. I'm sensitive to it, and you know I don't want I don't I don't feel like that's my that's where I'm called. But I can get rid of certain things, you know, in my life right. around me. Right, and I got away from all that stuff too when I had my daughter, because mm-hmm. I didn't want her to be you know have any more attachments. Your you know following you home or any of that stuff either. So, and she's very intuitive and she's very sensitive to things as well. But, um, yeah, I mean, you do those things to protect your kids. But then you yeah, have someone like Megan that is just so, right. she's in it. Right. That would That would freak me out as a mom, you know, but yet then... I guess that's where she's called. So it's a whole different thing. It would be difficult for me to accept that with my kid, you know? Right. And my daughter, you know, they're they're free to do what they want, but none of them have chosen to actively right. practice, you know, you know, as a medium and that's fine. You know, I'm fine with that, you know, you know, as a mother, like I said. But and Megan's getting older too, she's almost a young adult, so obviously right. She can decide whether to keep walking down that road. And her mom is very knowledgeable. And at least I really like how Stacey recognizes when she needs outside help or something that may be out of her area of expertise. I think that's exceptional, exceptional mothering, you know, that she, you know, knows when she needs, you know, I'm not quite sure what to do with this situation. And so I think that's just exceptional. Oh, I do too. I think they have a fantastic rapport with each other. Yeah, they have a really neat bond. They have a really, I can feel their, you know, energetic bond. I know you can, too, and it's just really beautiful, really, really lovely. Well, I thank everyone for listening. I thank you, Nancy, for helping me co-host the show, and, of course, Kareem. And um, I really appreciate you both being on here. I appreciate everyone kind of sticking with us. It wasn't really totally the direction I thought we would go. My um, daughter, I'm going to immediately be on the phone with her. <laughs> I don't know. She may be working, which is why she couldn't call in. But we didn't really talk so much about being a child taking as general principles, so we could do another show on that. But do you have anything to add, Kareem? Because I'm going to play my friend's commercial for her seminar, and it'll be about a minute outro, and you'll have about a minute and a half to talk. So I guess I'll say good night, Nancy. And oh, good night. Good night. Wrap it up. Yeah, I was going to wrap it up. Are you going to take us out? Okay, we'll let Kareem take us out. Okay, Nancy, I'll call you in a little bit. Thanks for being on the show. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye -bye. Bye-bye. Follow your stream. All right, so make sure you catch Dr. Kim Lee. She was recently on Sherry House Telesummit, Be Bold, and the recording is available by going to www dot life is joyful dot org slash vip dot html and you can also access us at www.serenitynaturalwellness.com. dot serenity i mean i'm sorry 
Serene Wellness on Twitter and Kimberly McGeorge, one word, and Serenity Natural Wellness on Facebook. So have a good night. Ladies, let me ask you something. Do you wish you could have more success at work, a better relationship, better health, or more wealth? If you've answered yes to any of these, then the key to what you need is a boost in your self-confidence. And I have just the answer for you, a powerful one-day conference that will boost your self-confidence so you can achieve all of these things and more. It's called Bold Her. Infuse your self-confidence with laughter and love. Learn more at www.boldher.com. That's www.boldher.com. See you there. Thanks for listening on Non Secrets to Everything with Dr. Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Listen every Wednesday night, Eastern Standard Time, from 7 to 8 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. Radio.